We are so thrilled to have the opportunity to go to our Auburn Bank phone line and bring on a good friend of the program. It's none other than Brian Matthews from AuburnSports.com. B. Matt, the time is always greatly appreciated. How's this Thursday going for you, my friend? Not too shabby. You know, getting closer to the weekend. Um, you know, it's a dead period in recruiting, but that doesn't mean recruiting is still going on. Um, so, uh, yeah, still plenty going on at AuburnSports.com. And, boy, a lot of news is coming out today, Brian. It seems like the, the college athletics world as we know it is, is, is yeah. constantly changing. Tell me what you make of this uh, USC and UCLA news. Yeah, so much for that alliance, right? Yeah. But um, that just popped up like uh, today. And um, in some ways it's very surprising. In other ways it's not. It, it's appeared for a while we're going to super conferences. And, um, you know, I think this is just the next step in that. And, and now you're sort of scrambling and trying to figure out, okay, what's the SEC's next move going to be? Who, who do they want? You know, who, who fits best in this conference? And, you know, is the Big Ten going to gobble up? Everybody else is going to be two teams. Is um, you know, the Pac-12 or the, uh, you know, the old um, Southwest Conference, Big 12, you know, whatever you call it now, uh, going to try to, to snap up some people, too, from the, from the Pac-12. So there's a lot of things that can still happen here. Tell us about this uh, group licensing deal that uh, was announced a little bit earlier today for Auburn Athletics. What does it mean? <laughs> I don't know what it means. You know, that's... Um, I mean, I think it's good for Auburn that they are licensing with more of these uh, NIL companies and uh, bringing more, you know, potential money to Auburn athletics and the players, um, you know, that can participate in this. So I think that's a plus. But understanding the whole world of NIL and, and uh, how it affects recruiting and everything can be really daunting right now. I, I do think some of the numbers being thrown around are a little bit outrageous and, and maybe not all of them are completely true. Uh, but it's certainly a big part of uh, college athletics. Because we're like a year into this thing, Brian, and that's what's so crazy is that here we are a year later from all of this that came into be, and while certain steps are being taken, and uh, yeah, awesome now that we don't have to see these generic, almost Photoshop blue jerseys with no Auburn logo or anything <laughs> like that, we're still trying to learn more as we go because we truly just don't know what all this NIL madness means. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um you know, um, Auburn is, you know, needs to be a little bit more organized in that area, I think. But, you know, I also think there are good people working hard to get that done. So, so we'll just see how it goes. You mentioned the recruiting dead period, and uh, I know a couple of big targets are making decisions over the next few days. You've got a running back in Jeremiah Cobb and Carmelo English uh, in nearby central Phoenix City. Uh, what else is, uh, is upcoming, or what are the significance of these possible commitments for Auburn, Brian? Yeah, um, you know, Jeremiah Cobb, the running back from Montgomery Catholics, announcing tomorrow about noon central time. And I, I do like Auburn's chance at this time. We'll see. Um, that would be a big win for Auburn. He's also, well, it's finalist for Auburn, Clemson, Tennessee, but he's had uh, offers from all over the country. So um, that, that would be a big win if, if they do indeed gain his commitment. Uh, Keldrick Falk, I think, is going to be the 5th of July. That's Auburn, Clemson, and I forget his other couple of schools there, but it's, it's mostly Auburn, Clemson, maybe FSU. Um, I yeah, I thought Auburn was in good shape there. I don't feel quite as confident there anymore. And then Camilla English, the wide receiver from Central Phoenix City, has decided to move his uh, recruitment back a little bit. So we'll see how that goes. But um, I, I do think Auburn remains in, in fairly good shape for him also. Do you think this coaching staff was pleased with how the month of June went? For I know it's a busy month. They had a lot of camps and that sort of thing. Do you get the sense that they were pleased with how things went? They should be pleased because I thought the month of June went really well for them. 
they accomplished the most important task in recruiting that was getting players on campus. Um, they did a great job. They got 30 official visitors in. They got a bunch of 2024 20, and 25, um, you know, targets in for either camps or unofficial visits. So I thought that was a, a good job there. Um, but now comes the next phase um, uh, is winning some of these battles. And, you know, if they can get, um, uh, you know, Cobb, that is a big win, but they've got to win more, um, especially in state, uh, because this is a very, very good year in state. And they've, they've got to win some of these key battles for some of these top kids and, and not let them, you know, go to Georgia and Clemson and other schools out of state. You know, you expect to win some and, and lose some against Alabama, but you, you think that these in-state kids often will be a position to win uh, more of these battles so we'll see how that goes over the coming uh, weeks and months um what's happened now with the early signing period is, is recruiting has shifted to june and a lot of these top kids will take visits in june and then try to make a decision sometime in july or august before the season starts not all of them but a good portion of them so um this is still a, a, a very important uh recruiting period for auburn even though it is a dead period for, for four weeks and there's no face-to-face contact with recruits Brian Matthews is joining us from AuburnSports.com. And again, he's on Twitter at BMATAU. Fall camp is right around the corner. We're counting down the days uh, for the college football season to be here. And SEC Media Day is coming up here in a, a few weeks. What are going to yeah. be some of the big questions you think that, that Brian Harson uh, will need to address? You know, I think a lot of them are going to be on offense. I just like what Auburn's done defensively with the guys they got coming back. I thought they hit the mark on some of their transfers there. Uh, also, you know, uh, getting some help there at safety with Craig McDonald, Jason Jones, and those tackle, DJ James at, at cornerback. So I, I think that can be a really strong position for Auburn. Um, I, I think most of the questions and, and most of the important battles are going to come on the offensive side. You know, you got to settle the quarterback position. Uh, Zach Calzada has been cleared. He's ready to go. Um, he'll be competing for that. And I, I think a lot of people um, think that he has a better than even chance to win, but certainly not a done deal at all. Um, and then, you know, you look at the wide receiver position, they brought in a couple of um, transfers there, and Coy Moore and, and Dazlin Worsham, and, and we'll see how much those guys can help out. Um, probably a good bid, I would think. Um, and then you got some freshman receivers in there, too, that I think have a chance to play. And Amari Kelly is a guy that I think has, has turned some heads here early uh, during summer workouts, so he's one to keep an eye on as, as two days gets underway in August. You know, on the offensive line, you got 121 starts returning, uh, but you still got to have. You know, it's one thing to have experience; it's another thing to actually, you know, be effective on the field. So that they've got to do a better job of run blocking and opening up lanes. Uh, you know, pretend to be in that in that group, because I do think Auburn's really talented at the running back position uh, with Tank and, and some of the uh, pieces they have there. It's just a matter of um, you know scheming up better and and you know, winning better, um, you know, at the line of scrimmage and starting to get a little push there and, uh, you know, having success. So I, I think that's a critical part of our success or failure this season is going to be the offensive line and how well they're able to run the ball, uh, setting up the rest of the offense to be a play-action offense. This time of year, I know something that a lot of people like to speculate about. We, we see fans talk about it from time to time. And, of course, we're talking about SEC Media Days. People want to know kind of what players possibly could be there on behalf of Auburn to represent the football team. Sometimes it feels like a sign as to who some of the leaders are going to be for this team. If you had to speculate or, or kind of predict who you think could be there, who would that be, B, Matt? Oh, well, I think um, Derek Hall for sure on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, he is a leader on and off the field. Um, 
just a great uh, yeah. a person, I guess you could say, as far as just, um, you know, you see him at the basketball games, at the softball games, you know, you name it. He's, he's just, loving it, yeah. He's just a part of it, right? So uh, you gotta, you got to have him there for sure. Um, you know, uh, I'm trying to think um, who else, uh, who would be the good player for offense to be there. Um Maybe somebody like Nick Brahms, possibly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick Brahms makes a lot of sense, of course, definitely. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a really good pick there. I haven't had a chance to really think yeah. about this, so you, you're putting me on the spot This there. is what we but, have to uh, talk about when you got a three-hour show this time of year. You know that, yeah, B-Man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, Nick Nick is another guy who works his tail off on and off the field and would be a, a great addition. Of course, Cedric Jackson is another guy, senior uh, offensively. You could think uh, maybe could be there and, Colby Wood, even though he's a junior, you know, is another to me key team leader and, and key player for this team. So, you know, uh, uh, linebacker Owen Popo is another guy you would think uh, probably has a good chance, I, w- I would think, uh, of being there. Uh, so I think those are some of the names to watch for. I would imagine it's safe to say a quarterback will not be there as uh, that sends, tends to uh, kind of tip a flat, tip the cap yeah. to who could be the guy. Yeah, uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Not this year, at least. Maybe next year, but definitely not this year. Uh, Brian, we, we saw today that the reports are coming out that Auburn basketball is going to be heading back to Atlanta to take on Memphis uh, coming up in December. And You know, you look at this, how this uh, non-conference schedule is kind of shaping up for the Tigers. How important is it for Bruce Pearl, especially losing two guys like Jabari Smith and Walker Kessler, to have a, a trip where you're hitting Atlanta, Los Angeles, Seattle, and hitting all these big teams right before you hit conference play? I think it's just tremendous uh, what Bruce Pearl and um, you know his his staff have done putting together this this schedule already, uh, and uh, I do think it's really important for them to get out there and and, and challenge this team early and um, get them involved, uh, you know, um, because there are some new faces that have to sort of gel together. Uh, so I, I think I think this is so important. I, I think you saw it. Um, uh, last year, um, you saw it in baseball, really, you know, and you saw it with basketball. Um, how important these non-conference um, type games are, um, you know, and, and, and getting your NCAA seeding and and uh, you know being placed in the tournament in a good spot. So I, I love what Auburn's uh, done uh, for this upcoming season. I think everybody should be really, really excited about it. And um, you know, I'm not surprised. I think Bruce Pearl is, is tremendous coach and gets it and Auburn is very very lucky to have him what are 4th of July plans for the Matthews family coming up this weekend B-Matt you know we usually go to the local um, fireworks here so I'm sure we'll be there probably with some fried chicken or something you know <laughs> and, and bring the dog out there and try to have some fun I don't know how many kids you know mine, mine are just about all grown up you know uh, last one is uh, starting college this fall so it may just be me and me and Yvonne and, and the dog so we'll see we'll see who else shows up well, uh, we certainly hope that you enjoy the holiday weekend coming up. Appreciate the time as always. Tell me something that's coming up at AuburnSports.com that people should be aware of. Well, uh, of course, we got the commitment of Jeremiah Cobb. His decision uh, comes tomorrow about noon, so we'll have a full coverage of that, uh, good or possibly bad, but yeah. probably good, I feel. And, um, you know, plenty of other coverage. There's going to be other uh, football and basketball recruiting news coming out in the, in the coming days and weeks. And, um, you know, there's some other off-season things we do, like taking – a look back at the team and um, uh, the upcoming schedule and stuff like that. So um, uh, you name it, we'll have it all there at AuburnSports.com. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter at BMATAU. Looking forward to catching up again soon. Enjoy the holiday weekend, Brian. Thanks for the time today. Appreciate it. Thank you.